All right, everybody. This is a special episode of Beyond Sunday. Woo! I know. Uh, you're about to hear our first ever live recording of the show. Yeah. I mean, I guess and every we week ha- it's live. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, we're not doing much editing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest. But this is in front of a live audience. Right. You know, we have a, a new uh, thing we're trying here for our Advent worship this past Wednesday. We did a live recording. Yeah. Um, it's probably around... 18-ish, 20 minutes long. We'll see. You know, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah. no, we're recording this pre-recording. Right. So yeah. we're it's anybody's t- guess what's going to happen. All optimism right now. That's right. It we're could feeling be a, real good. A, a total disaster in, in just a few hours. Right. Yes. We could freeze up on minute two. Who knows? Like, yeah. Uh. All right. <laughs> so uh, we just want to let you know this will be a little different. It might be a little more abbreviated. It might sound a little different. Uh, but we wanted to give you the prep. Uh, this would be our first thing. And hopefully... This might lead to maybe some other live recordings yeah. in the future. If this goes well, mm-hmm. fingers crossed, you know, <laughs> for us and for the audience uh, slash congregation. Yeah. You know, we're not selling tickets, so we're going to call them the congregation. It right. makes it feel, <laughs> makes it feel less con- corporate. <laughs> <laughs> corporate. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty of things Beyonce has been accused of, and that's like, <laughs> yeah. cor- we're too corporate nowadays. Right. You know, they sold Real out. Sellouts, <laughs> they sold yeah. out. Yeah. Um, all right. So without further ado, here is our live episode. Well, welcome back yeah. to the Beyond Sunday podcast. We're exploring how to take our faith beyond Sunday morning. This is Patrick Nazaroff. With me as always, Pastor David Bowser. How we doing, Patrick? And Elise McCarter. Still here. Still pretty successful. And like 75 of our closest friends. Ooh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is our live episode. Five years in. Yeah. I don't know if you know. We've been doing this for five years, and you can see already the quality we've got on point. <laughs> uh, and we're first time doing this live. So this is exciting for us. Hopefully exciting for our uh, congregation here on Wednesday night and yeah. for our listeners on Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, and if you're a congregation member and you're like, I've never listened to this before in my life. Welcome. Welcome. This, yeah, might, this, is, this is probably our biggest podcast ever. <laughs> so... <laughs> None We've doubled our, yeah. our tens of listeners. All right, we usually start off with a news story, just to get us going, a little talking here. So okay. um, let me ask you a question here. Yes. Emergency situation. You're on an airplane. I'm great in emergency Pilot, situations. out of commission, the flight attendant goes to you yes. and says, will you land this plane? Excellent. What would you, yes. I know what you're going to Are you a yes or a no? I'm I'm absolutely a yes. Yes. (laughs) In that scene, I'm going to figure it out. It's going to be either great or tragic. Yeah, we've got here. I'm going to give it my best shot. An alarming number of Americans think they can land a plane in an emergency. I don't feel like it's alarming. I feel like I can do this. You don't look like you believe it. You have have landed a plane. I have, in fact, landed a plane. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that you're wrong. I've heard pilots tell me that flying a plane is like riding a bike, right? Once, and so I assume that if I can ride a bike... You probably crashed that bike a few times. Um, I think it depends on the type of plane. I'm not going to get into all the very boring details for everybody tonight. But no, no, I that's think... great podcasting for a live audience okay. to talk about yes. boring science details. Well, yes. I'll give you data instead. About oh, one third great. of all Americans think they can land a plane safely with the help of air traffic control. So not just you, somebody's talking no, to you, walking you through it, it yeah. step by step. Control, this is a piece of cake. <laughs> but that, that number climbs to 50% of men. All right, I think we need to do a live audience poll. So do you think, audience, could you land a plane, respond by clapping? See, yeah. That's easily a third of our audience that thinks they could land. I'm not in the minority. Well, I guess I am still in the minority, but we're in a strong, strongly willed minority. (laughs) 
I'm going to say, look, they asked me to land the plane. I land it. I'm a hero. I don't. Nobody it's knows. instantly somebody yeah. else's problem. Like, <laughs> so, like, uh, n- not my problem anymore. You know, somebody's right. got to deal with that. Not yeah. me. So. <laughs> uh, uh, May Kay Beeler, she's a veteran pilot here. Veteran. Uh, okay. She said, it depends. With the guidance of the right air, fa- air traffic controller. So, yeah, if I fail, that's on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> the likelihood of landing safely enough is possible. See? It may not be pretty and may result in some damage to the aircraft, but oh, it can sure. be done. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of things have to go right. I'm not saying I'm scoring like a 10 on the you know, European judges scale or anything like that, but no. planes can be no, on the ground. No, you're not. But... And hopefully not on fire. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Ideally, right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All right, well, after the, after no, the episode, let us know if you think you could land a plane or if you're yeah. listening at home, email in. Could you land this plane? Yeah. yeah. All right. Beyond Sunday Podcast at? Gmail.com. There it is. There you go. Tag team. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about Christmas music right now. Okay? okay. So I read a study recently that excessive Christmas music listening mm-hmm. can lead you possibly to anxiety or feelings mm-hmm. of, of failure because the song sounds so perfect and your Christmas is not very perfect. Okay. That's right. not why it gives me anxiety. <laughs> That's not why. Why does it give you anxiety? <laughs> because it's bad, mostly. Okay. Sure, sure. Okay. So let me ask you, if there was a Christmas song that would give you anxiety or feelings of imperfection, uh-huh. what would it be? Uh, Santa Baby. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. Because you just don't like it. I hear it, and it's just like, yeah, my whole body, like, tenses up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Don't it dig is, it. It's weird. It, it, yeah, right? for yeah. sure. Yeah, of it's all weird. the people that have a weird, a little like, weird. Yeah. Santa, come on. A yeah. romantic song about Santa. Don't dig it. Yeah, and as a he kid. He does not look like a romantic guy. I mean, yeah, no right. offense to Santa, but, well, you know. you know, we don't want to body shame Santa. But, like, it's a child, you <laughs> like know, the idea that some dude's trying to kiss your mom is a little. Yeah, that's true. You know, All right. At least you have like a song that. Yeah, joy to the world, but okay. mostly just because it starts so loud. Mm. Okay. It's like slaps you in the face. So Dan, uh, Christmas Eve, amp yeah. it up <laughs> on Joy to the World if we can, yeah. please. Yeah, thank you. Uh, for me, it's Silent Night, which I think is a beautiful song until the end Number of two. verse. Yeah, bo- yeah, both of them. Yeah, yeah. Until the yeah. end of verse one, where it calls baby Jesus tender and mild. Yeah. But which like a is wing. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody told me my baby looks tender and mild. I'd call the cops. Right. <laughs> Did you say it sounds like a chicken wing? It yeah, does sound yeah, like a chicken wing. Yeah. It does. It's yeah. a yeah. meetup. Not wing. how I would Stop. describe a baby. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's a weird way. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure whoever wrote Silent Night thought that's those are A plus words and for defense, a baby. <laughs> they wrote it in another language and somebody put it in English. Oh, we said Tinder. It's maybe mild. not their fault. Yeah. Right. yeah I, I prefer a spicy baby. You know, yeah, <laughs> maybe a buffalo baby. You know. All right, um, let's talk about perfection at the holidays. We've let's been do doing it. a Beyond series for mm-hmm. Advent, and now we're going to go beyond perfection. Okay. Or let, or we're letting go of perfection. Yeah. All right, I'm going to assume for most of us in this room, we don't need to get into this, but most of this room have experienced some level of perfectionist thought and feelings during the holiday season. We're yeah. going to make that assumption, okay? Yep. So how have you experienced that kind of perfectionist thought during this holiday season? Oh, man. Well, so, I mean, we lead worship here, right? And so yes. there's uh, always that kind of thrust of, hey, we've got new people, new guests coming into our space. Everything has to be, ima- like, it's what you feel at your house, but, like, times 100 because you've got all these people that are coming into your space that maybe are only here for that night. But then you see them again on Easter, right? But uh, you, you've got this. Priesters. Exactly. You've yeah. got this chance to, like, make a good impression with the hope of sharing the love of God with them in such a way that they're moved to hopefully sure. come back again. And that's hard to do when things go awry. Mm. Or so we think. Yeah, right. that's the perfectionist tendency, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so mine's a little bit less, like, holy, maybe. Um, <laughs> that's reasonable. I, 
<laughs> Thank you. Um, I really love giving gifts. That's something that I'm mm. comfortable saying that I'm like pretty good at. It's like an expression of showing love to people. But the thing is, when you establish yourself as being good at something, sure. there comes a lot of pressure with that, right? Yeah. Especially around a season that's sort of dedicated to gift giving, right? Sure. So it's, you know, I try to interact yeah. with it in ways that keep it fun and light and not like I have to find the perfect gift for everybody. Yeah. 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 I'm going to need to see your gift list this year so I can judge it appropriately. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, people look at me and they're often thinking, that's a guy that likes to be perfect. You know? yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. As they, they see the, they the see tag that. still on my sweater here because uh -huh. yeah. I'm right. uncertain if I'm going to keep it or not. Right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. It's a trial run for this sweater Man here. Man who craves perfection. Yeah, sweater. I think you should keep it and bring it back for Easter. Um, for me in, in our neighborhood, um, obviously like most neighborhoods in America, we're super big on the Christmas lights. I don't yeah. know if you knew this. I guess I knew it theoretically until I had to buy Christmas lights. Yeah. There's different colors of Christmas lights. There are. Not just like the colors and lights and white lights. There's different colors of white lights. Yeah. Uh -huh. you know, there's bright white, warm lights. Yeah. Uh, other forms. Of, so I've got like other three white, different yeah. things of light, of white lights in my front yard That's right now. That's a gradient. That's an ombre. Yeah. Mm, you no. know, look, it happens. <laughs> I set it up. Right. I turned it on. I was like, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> and I guess I knew, but like. But did you Do know? you have to check yeah. the box? I think Home Depot failed me on that one. Yeah. Um, so when we have these feelings of perfectionism that like come into us at this Christmas time, whether the perfect gift, the perfect decorations, the perfect family experience, the perfect meal, yeah. um, all these perfect things that are kind of weighing on us, the perfect Instagram photo of our families, sure. you know, that's a big deal. Um, what does that do to us, especially what does it do to us as believers in Jesus? How can that... Uh, either take away or diminish the season for us right now. Yeah, but when we turn it into the perfection of what we have to present to the world, right, we're taking this thing that's supposed to be all about Jesus, and we're essentially making it about ourselves, Yeah. right? And so we, we take the focus off of where it's supposed to be, either for us or for others, and are putting it squarely on ourselves. And that is kind of like the definition of sin, is when we take the focus off of God and put it onto ourselves. Sure, yeah. I think, too, with any type of perfectionism, you can, if you're striving for some ideal, then you can really miss the good parts of what you actually have, right? So that's yeah. like a very common way that perfectionism can kind of spoil things for you. Mm. Yeah. No, I think um, this kind of idea of like we're just so desperate for control. Yeah. And at the holiday season, I mean, there's a lot of stressors, right? Um, distant family, sometimes family drama, sometimes family pain and hurt uh, that we can experience, you know, when we kind of experience this desire for a perfect family Christmas and some relatives are not talking or they're not talking to us, yeah. that can be hard. That can be this is really painful experience and process. And so we can say, I'm make up for it by having this perfect facade that I can put out there, that everything is great and my family is taken care of with the perfect gifts, the perfect meal, yeah. perfect Instagram post, uh, so that it's all kind of put together and it looks great, even if underneath the surface, it's far more chaotic, painful, and disorganized. Yeah. Side note, this is like the plot of my favorite Christmas movie, which is Christmas Vacation. So sure. if anyone out there who's looking for a reference, you just yeah. go watch that, and you can learn all about yeah. it's, perfection. It's actually the plot of my favorite children's Christmas book, which was called The Best Christmas Pageant Ever. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know this one. Okay, we got a, a listener. You know, you're familiar. <laughs> okay. I think I read it in, like, fifth grade. It's basically the same thing. A Christmas pageant, everything goes wrong, but yeah. it ultimately it turns out to be the best one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so what else? I mean, like, Elise... 
You have notes. I have some science Whoa. for us today. Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay, don't act so This surprised. is a level of professionalism <laughs> you're getting here yeah. with Beyond Sunday right. Live. I mean, you may not get a Beyond <laughs> Sunday Classic. Yeah, it's so, all. yeah, this yeah. is only for tonight. Yeah. Um, I do have some science for us tonight. Um, so is perfectionism becoming more common? Okay. Um, there's actually some evidence that perfectionism has become more common over the past several decades. Um, a 2019 meta-analysis of self-demanding behaviors and traits among college students from blah, 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 several countries um, revealed that rates of perfectionism increased significantly between 1989 and 2016. I'd be interested to see how COVID impacted those numbers. We don't have that. Sure. So 1989 to 2016 is basically like all of our childhood. That's what I was going to say. So we're I like think. a product of the perfection, which I think shows, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah, and our level of perfectionism. Because yeah. we're perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so there's actually three types of perfectionism that okay. psychologists have identified. There's okay. self-oriented perfectionism, and that refers to the tendency to place excessively high demands on yourself. Yeah. There's other-oriented, and that other-oriented perfectionists set high expectations on another person or people, often a partner or children, and pressure them to fix their perceived flaws. Okay. And there's socially prescribed perfectionism, which pr refers to the perception that others expect you to be perfect. And that's maybe the most relevant type when we're talking about perfectionism around the holidays. Okay. So we, we, we have other people, and we assume that they want us to be perfect, and so mm -hmm. we put that perfection sure. on us. So it's, right. not, it's not explicit. No. Right. It's an it's assumption you're making of other people's perceptions. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, we land on, like, the reason I want that perfect Instagram post is because when I scroll through Instagram, all I see are perfect Instagram right. posts. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think, what's wrong with my family that we cannot pose for a photo sure. like they did? Or what's wrong with me as a parent where I couldn't convince my kids and my husband or my wife to wear matching pajamas and they could, yeah. right? Like, yeah. what, what, did, what, did I, what are we doing wrong as a family that other people seem to be doing right? Yeah. And I think yeah. we can kind of experience that kind of perfectionism. And I, I like that you also mentioned this kind of othered perfectionism too, mm -hmm. like placed upon us. Because when we think about this at the holidays, I know for plenty of people out there, the desire for the perfect gift or the perfect meal, maybe not even coming from within, but maybe an overbearing in-law mm -hmm. uh, or maybe even like the, the, the thought, if it's not to this level, my family will be disappointed. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I'm, I don't want that to happen. Well, yeah. and most tragically, yeah. sometimes, right, that other is the church that's sure. putting that on, right? And so you're in a, a religious community and they're putting this sense of we have to be perfect. And sure. that, yeah, that's even more tragic in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everybody else's kids are quiet in church. Right. Why aren't mine? Yeah. You know, or everybody else's, uh, nobody else's kids is running directly toward the altar at all times. Why is mine? Yeah. That's a, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> a part of my life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know, kind of we've identified this problem. We kind of have an abbreviated episode here. Because right. mm -hmm. we want to respect everybody's time, even though I'm sure, from what I gather, they're loving this. Yes. <laughs> uh, what can we do about this? What is the solution or tips, strategies that we can kind of do when we're feeling this anxiety or perfectionism creep in to ourself or a loved one? What, how do we navigate these waters away from this kind of feeling? So I have some tips for this as well oh, from the ooh. psychologists. Okay. Um, so we have a few All things right. here. That we Science. Can, yeah. Um, that we can go through. Um, we can talk about these as, as we go if we want yeah. to. Um, yeah. The first one is going to be set realistic goals. If your goals are unattainable, it's easy to get discouraged. Okay. Okay. So what would that look like at a Christmas time? Let's you know. Let's bring it into this season. Maybe so you don't have to see everybody in the family. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe yeah. your pajamas don't have to match. Maybe they don't. Sure. 
maybe it's okay if that person just gets a gift card. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And in reality, they might like that more anyway. Yeah. Probably, right? like, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's okay. You know, yeah. that it, you didn't land on the best gift possible for them. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a gift card. Yeah. Okay, so then we have try new things. Identifying too strongly with your performance in a certain activity can set you up for failure. Okay, what this is not the season in which I want to try new things. No, okay. I'm <laughs> going to wait till January 1. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. That's the try new things yeah. time? Yes. Keep, yeah, keep moving. What else yep. we got? <laughs> okay, scratch that off. Okay. Yeah. I disagree with psychology. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. All right, uh, practice mindfulness. Ooh. Perfectionism is often related to anxious thinking, ruminating on past mistakes, or worrying about the future. Yeah, we did this uh, just a couple weeks ago at our midweek Advent our service. We did some breath yeah. prayer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A good practice. Just uh, breathing in with a, an expression and then breathing out uh, with a different expression. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so adopt a growth mindset is the next one. Adaptability involves a growth mindset where we view challenges and changes as opportunities for growth and learning rather than threats to our stability. This sounds like the try new things one. I don't like that one. You either. don't like that sure, one yeah. January 1 <laughs> or yeah, January, nah. January 1, that's okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then the last one, this is from psychologist, is try cognitive behavior therapy. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, sure. I, Make me go to therapy, therapist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like a pastor telling you to come to church. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. the reality is, if this is an overwhelming season based yeah. on trauma or Absolutely. perfectionism, mm-hmm. like professional help is not only a good thing; it's a great thing. Yeah. You know, like that's that's yeah. a, no shame a, in therapy. That is that is a clear path to take for those things. You know, I was thinking too about this, like this idea of like, okay, we have a family and one parent is really concerned about putting on this perfect meal for the extended family. Everybody's coming into town and they find themselves on Christmas day spending all day in the kitchen doing this perfect meal. Yeah. And in reality, to make that perfect thing happen, you know, we have to say, like, well, what does that do to my other parts of my family, my spouse, children, even our guests? If all day I'm focused on this perfect meal and I'm missing this special holiday to have those intimate, special moments with those around me, like, that our desire for perfectionism can have a real cost to the people we love yeah. uh, most dearly around us. So it doesn't just affect us it can affect those that care for us yeah. and those that we care for. And so I think we have to check those things when we're uh, obsessively um, getting to that place. If it reaches a level where you're 30 minutes of trying to take that perfect Instagram photo, maybe it's okay to say the imperfection of this family moment is actually far more beautiful and special than the best photo where we're all kind of inwardly seething at this moment, but everybody's smiling and it looks good on Instagram. Maybe the kids crying or uh, frustrated, you know, we can see that as this is our slice of our real family moment. And that's something that's really beautiful and powerful right here and right now. Well, and I think that draws us back to the reading that we heard this evening, right? Yeah. As Jesus is talking uh, to his disciples, talking about that yoke that he has, right? The yeah. yoke that Jesus carries is one that's easy, that doesn't put on this burden of perfection. And so when we're feeling that burden of a yoke of perfection being thrust upon us, either by ourselves or by others or by socially pres- social prescriptions, whatever that third one was, right? Uh, that is not the yoke that we're called to wear. Sure. The, the yoke that we're called to wear is Jesus's yoke, which says, I know your imperfections. I know your brokenness. And yet I'm still going to walk with you and love you. I'm still going to come into yeah. this world as a child for you during this season. Like this, this is the walk that we walk together. Um, not one of perfection, but one of brokenness and one that takes us towards healing. Yeah. You know, I think it asks us the question, like, in these moments where I feel the need to, per- to at least be perceived as perfect to my neighbors, mm-hmm. my loved ones, and my family here, is I'm, I'm asking the question, do I truly trust that I am enough in God? Because yeah. if I do truly trust that I am enough, as is, even when things aren't perfect, 
Why am I so desperate for things to look a certain way or end up a certain way if I truly trust that? So maybe it is kind of a good barometer of how much am I trusting in the grace and love of Jesus in this moment. And maybe you need that reminder to take a deep breath and say, you know what? We're about to record a podcast and none of the mics seem to be working <laughs> and we're enough, yeah. right? Like, and this is still going to be enough, even if it doesn't work the way we wanted or expected or hoped it would, it's enough yeah. uh, because Jesus is enough. Mm. Yeah, Jesus is enough seems like a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Does, yeah. yeah. We didn't like plan We can't it. top Jesus. Yeah. So right, yeah. Yeah. We're not getting bigger than that. Yeah. Fall downhill yeah. from Jesus. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't think we should say it like that. I don't think that's right. Can we not? <laughs> You're it's enough. You are enough. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It was intended with a, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, if you uh, enjoyed our time this evening as Patrick picks up his mic off the floor, um, thank you for listening. You can find Beyond Sunday every uh, week on Monday mornings on Apple Play or Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify. You can find us on our website, beyondsundaypodcast.com. And we would love uh, for you all to send us emails about what you thought about this live episode, because uh, this might be something we do again in the future, or you might come back and be like, please, dear God, don't ever do that yeah. again. <laughs> but we're not going to know unless you tell us. So send us an email at beyondsundaypodcast at gmail.com. We did not throw up, so we're considering that a win. That's right. So like, you know. Small victories. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, Pastor David, you always end a sermon in a certain way, so we're going to do our own little Beyond Sunday spin on this. Okay, so, I'm not know, ready for this. So. We do want to know that uh, God loves each of you, but Beyond Sunday, we'd like to keep it professional, you know? Like, <laughs> you know? Very nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week, not here, but, you know, over the internet. On the near web, yeah. With more Beyond Sunday. All right, we are back. Wow. That was great. So let's do it. Maybe? Yeah. Here, we're going to do a choose your own adventure. Okay, all right. You know, based on how we felt about this and how you felt about this. Okay. So, so for- if this was the best episode ever, stay tuned. <laughs> wow, that was great, guys. Amazing oh stuff. So wow. much fun. Loved every minute of it. The laughs, the tears. It was great. Yeah. The tears? No, there's no tears. Tears of like joy. It. Tears of joy. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to cry in front of people. No <laughs> tears Other people can be crying because crying. they're moving it by your words. Yes. They're moved. You yeah. heard, yes. you know. You all wept. For a yes. second, we were no longer Lutherans. Amens were shouting from the rooftops. Right. You know, like, yeah. We were all one yeah. Yeah. beneath it the was, umbrella of heaven. Yeah, pretty, pretty euphoric experience there yes. for us, for not only us, but for the Beyond Sunday, you know, audience and, and community yep. out there. And, and, and I think, you know, a lot of those people maybe may have been first-time Beyond Sunday listeners. So yeah. we increased well, our listenership you know, yeah. maybe by double. So Who knows? <laughs> Could be more. Could be more. And maybe this is, we feel, the launching off point for a new season of Beyond Sunday. Yeah. Mm. All right. And, uh, you know, if the podcast went poorly... This is the next choose your adventure. Just you know, you could have fast forwarded to this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Ooh, guys, you guys have handed rough. in your keys to the building. <laughs> All right, we yeah, are so this probably not, never this doing that again. Right. Probably not even beyond Sunday again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not even work here again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like this run. time it right. was me weeping. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like getting fired for the holidays. Yeah, live <laughs> in front of an audience. Right. We were yeah, just fired on the spot. Yeah. Was... I don't know how we edited this after right. I was fired. You know? I just want to say I'm a volunteer. <laughs> 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 it's my first day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh well, you know, commiserate. We'll we'll uh see you at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well hey, if you liked this episode of Beyond Sunday, send us an email or uh 
uh, yeah, just get in touch with us. Let us know what you thought and uh, let us know if you want another live episode, whether it was great or terrible. We want to hear a Beyond Sunday podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next week, right? We got one yeah, more, next, one more episode before next week for Christmas, for Christmas day. Next week is Christmas. We will have an episode on Christmas day. Yeah. So uh, join us here on Christmas morning. As you unwrap your presents, you can uh, join beyond Sunday. Yeah. I'm sure your family will love it. <laughs> Every time I open our presents, I'm like, can we put a podcast? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more beyond Sunday.